0: Not not quite my tempo.
1: I'm gonna make him an offering, Captain.
2: whoa guys it's episode 55 that's like two fives five plus five equals 55 welcome to multiplex loves movies um we're gonna have a great episode today there's a lot to talk about a lot to get into um some cool stuff some not so cool stuff uh but we'll cover it all let's go to producer extraordinaire first caleb Goho, caleb Welcome to the show. How are you doing?
3: Doing good. Very tired. Very excited to be here. Always having fun. A little bit sleep deprived means I'll be a little loopy and my takes are going to be fun.
2: Sounds good. Uh, Let's go to person who's been here now. This is third week
1: in a row. Caleb Boatman. That is right. This is my third week in a row. Uh, The trick to being able to come back on the show, just say weird things that confused him. And Tim will forget that you were bad last time. That's true. That's fair. And um, uh,
2: we have a special guest star today on the show. Someone who hasn't been here in a week, but they're back. And uh, we'll see what kind of bullshit takes they have on today's show. Uh, Maggie Bercala. Maggie, welcome. It was aggressive. (laughs) It was aggressive. You're, You're the negative person on the show, I thought.
0: I guess I didn't know that
2: my takes were bullshit. Your takes aren't bullshit. That's that that's that true. Unless they're about the Snyder Cut. Because I don't
0: really have takes about the
2: Snyder Cut. You hate- I thought you hated the Snyder Cut. And
0: I'm
2: I not Cody. You, well, Cody does hate the Snyder Cut. Okay, well, anyway, guys, welcome to the show. Uh we've got a lot to talk about. Unfortunately, um, there is something I want to talk about first. I want to address it right off the bat. Um, there was something horrible. I think is the only way we can describe it that happened this week. Um, Friday night, the world found out about Chadwick Boseman, um, him passing away. Um, I want to talk about it briefly. Um, I don't want to go too far into it and spend the whole time being depressed, but I think it's important to talk about it, especially in this community where, uh, we (laughs) have literally worshiped the King and, uh, So I'll just start by saying, yeah, no, me and Maggie were actually getting ready to go see New Mutants. We were all in our Marvel gear. We were literally wearing our Marvel stuff. And uh, two separate people messaged me at the same time. And it was one of those moments where me and Maggie literally just looked at each other and we were like, this is real. Like, at first I thought it was a joke. I really did. Um, there've been many times where, uh, this sort of thing happens and I'm sad, but this one really hit and I think it hit a lot of people. It was the, 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 most liked tweet on Twitter of all time. That's insane. Um, the outpour of love though, I think from the fans here, um, is absolutely insane. Um, not only just cause of black Panther, but the man did so much, uh, in film. And in uh, his community, um, it's it's insane. Um, Maggie, you were with me when we found out. Do you have anything you wanted to say about it?
0: I mean, I don't think that there's a whole lot more to say that hasn't already been expressed on the internet since Friday. It's a bummer. It's really sad. Um, I just saw that 42 is coming back in the theaters. That's what they're yeah. putting back and we watched that movie this weekend and it's a really good movie. It's
2: definitely a big loss. Yeah. Um, Bowman, what about you?
1: Yeah, I mean obviously it's just crushing but I think like he gave us so many roles in like his short amount of time. Like playing Jackie Robinson, James Brown and Thurgood Marshall is kind of impressive. Normally like even with big actors, they have like one like giant famous biopic he did a lot and he was also able to kind of go into other genres uh like black panther and draft day uh and it's it's kind of sad that we never are never going to see more of him yeah and that, that i mean besides just the obvious sadness of his passing like it we're i'm gonna miss him
2: yeah yeah absolutely um one of the things I was, well, Koho, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you, do you um,
3: do? yeah, no, I was with Boatman when we found out. Uh, Spence literally stopped us mid conversation and told us to shut the fuck up because Chadwick Bozeman died. Uh, and I said that's fake. I thought that's bullshit. There's no way. Uh, and I, um, I sat there for a solid hour, uh, just quiet because honestly, there's that's, I think that's the first sort of like celebrity death. In my lifetime, that's affected me this way uh, because he's he's been a huge influence on the last couple years of my life. Uh, not just even as an actor, as a person, uh, as the person he was at, away from the movies. Um, and like, um, it was just wild to think that like I just saw a, a movie with him in it uh, two months ago. Like yeah. I just saw *The Five Bloods*, and it's it feels unreal that he's. That's that's the last one. I think I think there's maybe one more, but that's I think one, like more. one more coming, yeah. One more, but like it's like that This that feels criminal that we only have sixteen total performances from him. Uh and it's just insane that like that in, in a short time, like Bowen said he was able to embody all these people, but the, the roles he created, like Vontae Mack and Draft Day, like I think that performance goes pretty underrated. Like I like he creates a real uh a real like compelling character even when it's not a real person to base anything off of and like um and even in like no one's talking about god's Egypt for a good reason that movie's (laughs) uh but he he he's definitely not the problem with that movie he's one of the better parts of it um and it's just it's insane to think that 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 he's gone uh and it's it's still i don't think there are words
2: really to to describe it yeah yeah right now guys it's not the and, and you most of our audience knows this but i just want to reiterate it to anybody who might stumble upon the show now is not the time to be thinking about what the mcu is going to do what uh what other uh, th- those types of questions I-, I think there's a time and a place eventually we'll get there we'll have those conversations now is not the time i think the important thing is uh if you haven't seen any of his performances search him out watch them uh we haven't seen the bridges one what was it called uh the one from last year uh the movie 21 bridges 21 bridges i heard that was i heard heard he was really good in it we're probably going to see that very soon um so if you haven't seen some of his movies reach watch them uh continue to do the outpour of love but also remember to respect the privacy of the family um because clearly this was a very private matter until the very end so um That all being said, uh, Coho has prepared a little tribute video that we are going to show now. I am not ready to be without you.
1: Maybe tomorrow we'll all wear 42. That way they won't tell us apart. Gave us something to believe in. A direction, a purpose. Taught us
0: about black history when it wasn't really popular back then. He was our Malcolm and our Martin here in america our differences aren't supposed to matter
2: here we're promised equal protection under the law nothing complicated about that see i can't never
0: quit when it get hard you quit you're going backwards you're going backwards you're dead no i take it and i take it and i flip it i go forward i live
2: All right. Well, thank you, uh, Caleb, for making that video. Guys, let's move on um, to the stuff that will hopefully have us yelling and screaming at each other and talking about other stuff that we love the movies, the movies that we love. Guys, box office. There's a box office this weekend. Holy shit. How did that happen? Uh, because movies came out. The New Mutants came in at number one uh, with $7 million unhinged at number two uh, after its debut last week with 2.6. Bill and Ted Face the Music also came out in theaters uh, alongside its VOD release with a 1.1 million opening. Uh, David Copperfield, the personal history of David Copperfield, opened to 475,000. Words on Bathroom Walls repeats uh, in the top five with 441. Um, Nothing here surprises me. This is exactly what I thought this would be. Words on Bathroom Walls, Maggie and I saw it today. Thought the movie was really good. It makes sense that it's only made a couple million bucks at the time it's come out. I keep cutting out. Uh, I think that this movie will uh, find a home on VOD and everything eventually. Bill and Ted, we watched the first one, still haven't seen the second or the third one. But making $1.1 million in the theater alongside a VOD release as well, not bad. And honestly, New Mutants making $7 million. In theaters, it came out. It actually happened. Is a miracle. Uh, they're never going to make another one. It's not like we're sitting here going, "Oh, it only made seven million. What does this mean for the franchise?" We we already know. Uh, so, making seven million dollars, good on them. Koho, uh, thoughts on the box office?
3: Uh, I think New Mutants making seven million in the current climate is actually really good. <laughs> like, I, I was really shocked when that. Like, uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, Oh, seven million. All right, so people." People came out to see that one uh, where they could, um, and I, I liked it. I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah. Um, I I think Unhinged is like crushing, like another two point six uh, on top of what it already made. Like oh, that, they they did the smart thing and were like, "Hey, we're gonna be like the first one out, so people will like at least maybe consider seeing it." And apparently, uh, I mean, clearly, people like it because it's it's number two, like it beat Bill and Ted. And I feel like there's more of an audience for Bill and Ted normally than an Unhinged movie. So. Um, that probably speaks to the quality of those two, but Unhinged was solid and it's doing really well.
2: Boatman, uh, any thoughts on these box office numbers?
1: I mean, yeah, I, I think to me X five or X New Mutants, I call the X Files, <laughs> New Mutants uh, at, is kind of the story here because even though it didn't make a lot of money, it also made a lot of money. Weirdly enough, yeah. because like it's kind of weird for a movie to make seven million dollars right now um but yeah like it's it's definitely i think a lot of people saw it just because they were confused because this movie was supposed to come out a year ago and it actually exists apparently i still haven't seen it so i believe that this is still a conspiracy and that caleb coho is in on it
2: (laughs) jesus maggie any thoughts on these numbers
0: I mean, I'm not surprised that Bill and Ted only did 1.1 because of the VOD release. Like, I imagine that there are a lot of people who chose to watch that movie at home versus going to the theater to see it. Like, it's not like it's a theater movie. I don't really think. Like, it's not like Tenant or even New Mutants. Um, So, I think it's interesting that it still made over a million dollars. I wonder what it did make on VOD and if it's comparable more or less,
2: I guess I could Google that. But um I think it's interesting. Um yeah. Yeah. Pretty standard stuff for the box office. Um Malcolm did point out uh Tenant did very well overseas this week uh and made 53 million overseas. Uh we will talk about that movie's US take uh next week on the show. Um, After it it has been out for over a week It came out yesterday here In uh, early screenings But let's face it, it's basically out at this point Pretty much anybody can go to the theater and see it Um, We've all seen it, I believe We'll probably talk about it at the end of the show Uh, Maggie is raising her hand Yes, Maggie
0: It looks like it made a lot of money on VOD Just throwing
2: that out Bill and Ted, how much?
0: Yeah, well, so I don't know if this is Real yeah well it's from Forbes so I feel like it has to be real so they're saying that on VOD
2: it made money it did okay why don't we you you keep researching that we'll move on to the next thing we'll talk about Tenet more later at the end of the show because all four of us have seen the movie we all have thoughts and opinions on it um But the next story is actually another big Disney story that I always like to talk about. Disney, uh, Raya? I want to say Raya. Raya, Raya, Raya in The Last Dragon. Um, I See, the thing is, so Kelly Marie Tran of uh, Last Jedi fame is now playing the lead role of uh, Raya. I don't think she's The Last Dragon. I think she's Raya. Yeah, apparently this role was originally cast... I didn't even realize that. And now she has taken it over. Um, This is awesome. I love her. I think she's really good in The Last Jedi. I don't love what they do to her character, but I think she is fantastic. And I'm glad she's getting an opportunity to do something uh, after she was kind of pushed away uh, from Star Wars. So this really excites me um i'm looking forward to this i think aquafina is the is also cast in the movie she might be the dragon i don't fucking know Um, uh, maggie thoughts on
0: yeah. this no i'm definitely very excited excited for new disney stuff original disney stuff promoting people of color and women of color specifically um and yeah i'm i'm just pumped for this movie and i like kelly marie tran i think she was definitely just completely fucked over in rise of skywalker um, so I feel bad, but,
2: um, yeah, no, I'm definitely excited. All right. Uh, Koho, what about you?
3: What do you think? Yeah. Um, I think it's, I'm glad she's getting an opportunity to come back from star Wars and like show that she can do more, be more than just what she had to do in star Wars. Um, and I think that this is like, gonna. this is going to be a really good opportunity for her. I think she's going to do good. I think this movie is, it looks cool. That animation style from those early sketches looks dope. Uh, And if they keep that animation style going, uh, I'm super pumped to see what they do with it. Um, Yeah, this is also like Kane McMillan's number one most anticipated movie ever. Uh, So
2: I'm like, I'm like,
3: okay, I'm just waiting to see what he thinks when that comes out.
2: Yeah, the man likes dragons. Okay, uh, Boatman, what about you?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I think this is kind of nice for Disney to do to Kelly Marie Tran after in Rise of Skywalker. They said, hey, Rose, come over here. You're gonna go stand over in this corner for the rest of the movie. Good job. Here's a cookie. Um, But no, I'm I'm excited for this movie. I, I think she was good in The Last Jedi. I don't love the character of Rose. Uh, but I do think uh, she was good. So I'm excited to see how she go, uh, goes with that. I think she can actually do a good job. I think this movie's going to be pretty good. I'm excited for it.
2: Yeah. All right. Great, guys. We are just rushing through. Okay. Next thing um, is a dumb one because I'm angry about it, but we'll talk about it anyway. Uh, The King's Man was supposed to come out next week, the week after, very soon, like sometime in September. It's been pushed to February of 2021, an entire year after when it was originally supposed to come out. It was originally scheduled for February 2020. And was pushed uh, well before the wonderful world of COVID nineteen. It is now uh, dropping in uh, February. So uh, there's a couple reasons why this upsets me. Um, I don't think the I don't think <laughs> I've already said it before. I'm not super looking forward to this movie. Like I think the trailers have been fine, uh, but I'm just I have such a sour taste in my mouth from Kingsman two that i'm not really interested in another kingsman movie uh and with vaughn at the helm like i just don't know it looks different enough that i'm interested all that being said um i think this movie i think this is a move to get it to make more money in like february but also like was this movie gonna make a lot of money anyway like was it was i don't think this movie was ever going to be a big huge movie um i could be wrong but if i'm remembering correctly the first kingsman did decent and the second one didn't do as well it got worse reviews and so i just kind of i, I get the move i don't really 100 percent understand it especially when it seems like none of these other movies are really moving. We're going to like, talk about it soon, but Wonder Woman doesn't look like it's moving. Uh, Bond sold these movies. The, the studios are doing things to keep them in place at this point. I don't know why this is the one. Like of all of the big budget movies that need to move to make money, I don't know why it's this one. Uh, Coho, we'll start with you. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to
3: be good. Um, I trust Vaughn. I think the last one was a misfire, but I think it's the only real misfire he's had in his career. Um, And I think it was more on a script level than on a direction level. Um, And I don't think he had, I think he helped write this one, but it was like he repurposed an already existing script to turn it into a Kingsman movie. Um, So I think that bodes better uh, that it wasn't, that he just kind of retrofitted the Kingsman into the original story of it. I think it's gonna be fun. Uh, I hope it's good. Uh, I'm bummed I have to wait longer to see it because I think it's I think it's gonna be a good time. Uh, hopefully, I like Ray Fiennes uh, and I, I love the idea of him playing like the precursor to Colin Firth and like Aaron Taylor Johnson being that precursor to uh, uh, Taron Edgerton. It's kind of a fun idea to like basically we're going back to do the first one in a different time period again and kind of show the origins. I think it's gonna work. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, but I could totally be wrong. Uh, but I, I am still excited for it. I think you're confused
2: about who Aaron Taylor
3: Johnson yeah, is. Yeah,
0: That's not Aaron Taylor
2: Johnson. That's not Aaron Taylor Johnson. I knew that when I said it too. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: that's, I was so confused. Was like, well,
2: it's just funny because peek behind the curtain, Aaron Taylor Johnson is in Tenet. And last night we were, me and Coho were talking about Tenet. And I was, and then he goes, Yeah. And then there was that one guy that did this. And I was like, Yeah, that was Aaron Taylor Johnson. And he goes, Definitely I just think i abundantly clear. I don't he really does. know what Aaron Taylor Johnson looks like. He's he like
0: doesn't looks, Yeah, he doesn't look like Quicksilver. Like, that's not his no. normal. Like. Maggie, yes. your
2: thoughts on King's Man?
0: I am a little bummed that it moved because I really wanted to see it. I'm also nervous because it was definitely filling up like a slot in terms of like trying to keep people coming back to the movies. I don't, because there's not, other than. Wonder Woman comes out when October. October second. So there's other than Tenet, which is coming out this weekend. There's really not any big, big movies um, to push us through September, and that makes me really nervous. Um, and I'm sad that it boo for that reason mostly. Um, but it is what it is.
2: Um, um, please don't forget about Gerard Butler in Greenland.
0: Yes, the box office
2: hit Greenland. Did you see Geostorm?
0: No, I didn't.
2: I saw it in 3D. Boatman, your thoughts on The Kingsman?
1: I would just like to say, I think Greenland is a trap. I think you're going to go to that movie. It's actually going to be called Iceland. (laughs) Um, That's a geography joke. joke. That was a
0: geography joke. Anyway. I
2: just lost it miscellaneous and you're throwing more of this shit at me. In <laughs> oh, no. Beautiful. No, okay.
1: Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think that this kind of does feel like maybe a bad idea, maybe a good idea. I, I'm not quite sure because on one hand, you could argue maybe like once theaters open up more, it's going to make more money but at the end of the day, then it'll have more competition in February. I don't know what the February slate looks like. I up, will look. But, like, if it doesn't have competition in February right now, fine. But if it's, like, going up against some heavy hitters, might have been smarter just to release it now. Um, but overall, I'm kind of excited for the movie. I don't like prequels. I really don't. Uh, but I like this world, and it seems like we're stepping far back enough that it's going to feel like its own thing just in the same universe, which is why I'm cautiously optimistic.
2: Um, It is... <laughs> I think this is a mistake now looking at this. It is coming out two weeks after Eternals.
0: Yikes. Yeah, exactly. And it comes
2: out the week before Ghostbusters Afterlife.
3: That's such a mistake.
2: You should just. It done. is yeah. sandwiched in between two big heavy hitters.
0: No, that, um,
1: that's a bad idea.
0: This
2: is a was, it's the same. It's the, I mean, yeah, they're doing it to themselves. Uh, this is crazy. Anyway. Um, Let's move on to the next topic. Um, This is a quick one. We have beat this story to death, but it's just every time there's a development, I have to bring it up. Mulan uh, comes out this week. It comes out Friday on Disney Plus. Uh, But lo and behold, this message is just for Cody Newberry and Cody Newberry alone. Uh, You'll be able to watch it for free in December. Free in December. That's what they've announced. Uh, December, I think it was like December 11th something like that. Um, I'm actually going to look that up in a moment, Um, but you can pay $30 to see it on Disney plus starting Friday. uh, And then it goes to all Disney plus subscribers in December. I think this follows exactly what we said, exactly what we thought was going to happen. We knew that this would happen eventually. And now it's here and now it has happened. Um, So all that being said, Anybody have any thoughts about this Koho, What about you? I'm tired of talking about this movie. <laughs> I fair. don't care. I can care less. I was not going to pay
3: money to watch it. Uh, I will wait till December after I hear uh, everyone else's opinions in Mulan. I'll watch it when it's free on Disney Plus, uh, and uh, probably like it. Uh, it looks fine. I just I don't I don't care. I just, I don't care about Mulan. I'm in the minority that doesn't love the animated one, so. We'll see how it goes.
1: Bowman, are you gonna wait
2: till December to see this?
1: Yeah, because like look, they've said like you don't get to keep the movie, like you only get to see it on Disney Plus. So ultimately you're just paying for seeing it four months early, and you can watch as many times as four months. But once those four months are up, then like, it's just a normal Disney Plus subscription. I think it's kind of Dumb to pay for it that early, unless you do like this is your one movie that you are the most excited for. I think it just makes sense to wait until like the movie actually comes out, in my opinion.
0: I mean,
2: Uh, I think a lot of people probably agree with you, Maggie. What's your take?
0: I mean, I I disagree with that because that's like seeing a movie in the theater early. Like you're going to pay also $30 between your tickets and the food you buy just to watch the movie early when you can watch it later on Netflix or something when it comes out on Blu-ray. Like I think it's the same thing other than the Disney Plus subscription thrown in there. Um, I'm excited to see it. I know we're going to pay to see it because we really want to watch it. I'm interested to see because we talked about a lot the family thing if that still holds up with people knowing that it's gonna be free in December, but I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting experiment, I think. And I hope that they release the data on it and that we can actually see like how many people roughly bought it and that sort of thing. And if there was like a spike in Disney plus and how much money it actually made, because I discovered, I can't actually find a number for Bill and Ted. They didn't release a BOD number. Um, It was at the top of the charts Every Ten, article said that. Charts,
2: yeah. Um so, Cody Newberry in the chat is saying he never pays 30 bucks ever Not for
0: anything. In the uh, no, no
2: I'm gonna say that that's absolutely bullshit. I that that man bought a modern warfare battle pass that I'm pretty sure has been used twice. Right. <laughs> but that being said, uh Cody will see it in December. I think most people are going to wait in December. Uh it, it's it's that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, this is, we'll we'll see what happens. More to come, because I'm sure Disney will put something out very flashy next week about uh, how well this went. Uh, So, uh, and to clarify, Cody meant on movies. That is fair. Um, Okay, next topic is uh, Star Trek. Star Trek's in the news again, because Chris Pine is doing press for a little movie that's coming out that he's in. It's called uh, Wonder Woman 1984, and he was talking about how he really, really, really wants to do Star Trek 4. Mr. Pine, I really want you to do Star Trek 4. I think the majority of people our age want you to do Star Trek 4. There are a lot of people who do not like the new Star Trek trilogy because it is uh, not like Star Trek. Um, I love it. I want to see him back. I want to see the whole crew back. I know they've talked about it over and over and over and over again, but I'd be interested in seeing it. I like the new trilogy. Um, It would be tough without Anton. Um, That's that's a tough thing, but I think they can make it work. They would they would figure out a way to do it. And uh, I just I love him as Kirk. I think he's great as Kirk. Uh, Bowman. Any thoughts on Star Trek? How are you, How do you feel about the new trilogy and do you want to see Pine back?
1: New trilogy in general, love the first one. Into Darkness, I think, is, like, fine to okay. Beyond, I don't love, but it got the suits back on track for me. Um, ultimately, I think Pine is the perfect Captain Kirk, like, better than Shatner, because uh, I think he has, like... He ha- captures that essence of Shatner a little bit to where it still feels like it harkens back to the classic Trek, but he's made it his own thing and he can actually act. So I think he he's doing uh, a really good job. I think he's a, a fantastic Kirk. So if he's on board, I'm on board. I'll go see it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's a great Kirk. Uh, as long as so comes back as Bones because he's my favorite.
2: He's a, Yeah, absolutely. Somewhere, some, uh, in, in some stream yard call Nicholas Tuig and Kurt Kolakowski are crying that we're talking negatively of William Shatner. Uh, Caleb Coho, you've recently watched star Trek and like it now. Yes.
3: Well, do I grew up on, I grew up on the shows and the movies because my dad is a diehard Trekkie. Um, but this, this was like my first time going through all of them like as an adult and like reevaluating them. And I, I really do. I, I like fell back in love with star Trek on the last watch. Um, but I, I love Chris Pine uh, as Kirk. I love the new three a lot, um, and I want to see a fourth one. Um, I hope Pine comes back. I hope they all come back. I think that cast is a great chemistry, um, and I'm sure they can find a way to to right check off off the cast because I don't think you need to recast that. I think I think Anton was too good to recast. I you just let it go. Um, Say so he's captain of a ship somewhere, and you just move on. Um, but I really hope. Like I I, they know they're like juggling like eight different ideas for what the next Star Trek movie is. I hope they go with the original pitch of their time traveling again and Chris Hemsworth's back. Like I want them to time travel to save George Kirk and like make it like a thing where they might end up fixing the own Kelvin timeline back to the original by saving his dad, and that could be cool. Where now your original stuff is like they're now on the original timeline again would be wild. Um, but I think it'd be fun. Uh, just to just to see Chris Hemsworth back in with them and see Pine and Hemsworth interact, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I hope that's what Star Trek Four is. I hope they go that direction. But I, I no matter what, if they do make Star Trek Four, I want Star Trek 4, first and foremost. But I want Chris Pine back too.
2: Uh, Maggie, I don't want to allude to anything we may talk about later. But you've recently been quoted by saying time travel fucking blows. So do you want to see? Uh, I won't allude to what that has to do with. Tenet, but do you? <coughs> I uh, wanna see what Coho just pitched.
0: Uh no. Um I don't. Um if it's if it's gonna be this stupid circle thing, no, I don't want that at all.
2: All right, keep it down, but, no spoilers.
0: Uh, but um no, I I am interested in seeing a Star Trek 4. I don't think that it's necessarily necessary, like re rewatching all of them recently, especially the way Beyond ended. I felt that it ended in a good enough way where that could just be the end of a trilogy um but I mean I'm always open to watching another one especially with the new cast Um, yeah they're all great Chris Pine is great Um, Carl Urban is the best Um, and I would I would like to see Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine interact I just don't know how you can do the time travel thing in a way that's not stupid
2: uh, would you want to see William Shatner reprise his role? I would Kirk? rather
0: kill um, myself than see William Shatner Blicker.
2: All right. Well, we are <laughs> gonna move I wouldn't, from? I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind a Spock Prime level
3: cameo with Shatner.
2: That's what I'm saying. All right, we're gonna move on from this because yikes. Um, this next story is brought to you by one Caleb Boatman. Uh Rocky Four is getting a director's cut. Um to be completely honest, okay, sure. Uh, why, why is this happening? Uh, am I going to watch it? Probably not, to be honest. Like, I have no interest in this whatsoever. I like the Rocky movies fine. Um, I honestly like all of them, but five. I think all of them are entertaining movies, and I enjoy watching them. But do I need a, a Rocky Four director's cut? No. Uh, it's the same reason why, like, when Wrath of Khan got a director's cut, apparently it's very good. I have no interest in seeing that. Uh, I don't care enough. I just don't care about this. But Boatman this week has been very passionate about this. I don't know why. Boatman, explain yourself.
1: Okay. So let me tell you what I think happened to make this movie happen. Right. So Sylvester Stallone, he sits down and he's watching TBS or whatever channel people watch. And he just goes, hey, this is Rocky 4 I'm pretty sure I was in that. And Rocky Four starts playing. And he's like, wow, I was so hopped up on cocaine and baby oil. That I forgot that I put a fucking robot in this movie. I I need to undo this. This is against the Geneva Convention. (laughs) But legitimately, I think Rocky IV is like a really good story. I think it's like a really good like premise of Rocky has to avenge the death of Apollo by fighting basically a technologically unstoppable Russian boxer. Like, I think that premise is great. The stuff that makes it, like, bad is the cheesiness, the robot, the Cold War, and James Brown. Like, I think Apollo's death is done so dirty in that movie. Like, it's so, like, rushed, and it's just like... Oh, and like it, it just it feels like a ploy and apollo is like one of the best characters in the rocky universe and i don't like how he dies i feel like taking away the silliness including the robot is going to make that movie work
2: all right i cut out again koho uh you like the rocky movies what do you think do? about this
3: um i don't need it i don't need a director's cut of rocky for I, I did not need this. Uh, I'll check it out because like the things he says he's changing are things that I think would be improvements. Cause I don't, I'm not, I'm not the Rocky fan. That's going to sit here and say Rocky four is a perfect movie and the best of the franchise or whatever. Cause the movie's okay. Like it's pretty good at times. It is pretty bad at times, but it's peak cheesy Rocky and it's fun. Um, and I, I'm interested in what Sylvester Stallone's going to do when he recuts it, but like I don't think it it matters. Rocky IV is, is not the worst one. If you want to make a director's cut of a movie and see if you can save that piece of shit, try redoing Rocky V. Uh, better yet, just cut it from existence. Let's never have Rocky V exist. You don't, you don't need it
2: to the enjoy the series. You don't need it to enjoy the series. No, 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 no. Literally
3: jump over Rocky V and you will never miss a thing.
2: You do need it, though to win at fandom fights uh maggie yes you're never gonna watch this no let's move on to the next story <laughs> um, okay the next story uh is a quick one as well but we'll get into it real quick wonder woman like i was saying earlier wonder woman 1984 the runtime for the movie has been revealed uh this usually only happens when screenings are coming up things are getting amped up uh that is the case here um Warner Brothers has released the official runtime. It is. Does anyone know? Am I the only one that knows no. here? Give me. Two hours and thirty-one minutes.
0: Are you it's, serious? It
2: is a beefy boy. This one. Woman. Fucking
0: movie. kill me. That's so long. It is.
2: This movie is one minute longer than Tenet.
0: Oh my god.
2: Warner Brothers be pumping out the long ones.
0: And we know how that works so well for BVS, didn't it?
2: Uh, this all being said, uh, Wonder Woman, the first movie, was two hours and twenty-two minutes. Uh, so this is a seven-minute longer film than that. I think that movie is too long. Uh, <laughs> that's again, I've been on record saying I, I third act, of that movie's a mess. It could have been recut, and you would have been fine. Um, but yeah, this thing's two hours and thirty-one minutes right now it's scheduled to come out october 2nd um there's a lot that needs to be accomplished in this movie um i didn't we talked about it last week or two weeks ago last week was fandom right that was last week two weeks ago i don't remember (laughs) the time is a big um I didn't love that Fandome trailer. I thought Cheetah looked terrible. So um, I'm still excited for the movie because uh, Pedro, we all bow at the altar of Pedro Pascal. Uh, so I'm very excited uh, for him in the movie. Um, I think Kristen Wiig looks good when she's not a CGI cat. Um, and uh, I, I take away whether or not it's dumb or not to have Chris Pine in the movie. Based on how the first one ended, I love their chemistry. I think they're really good together. And like we were saying before, I love him. So I'm excited to see the movie um, based on those things. But it's a long one. Uh, So, Maggie, uh, you hate long movies. Tell us why.
0: Uh, Because I get bored really easily. And if it's not a good movie, like BBS, things just keep happening. And you're just like, why? Why, though? This could be over. Why is this happening? So I guess I didn't realize that the first Wonder Woman was that long, and when you put it like that, I guess maybe,
1: theoretically,
0: it makes sense that it's that long, but I am not looking forward to it. I I will eventually prepare myself.
2: I was one minute off. It's two hours and 21 minutes. Two hours and 21 minutes. I was a minute off there. Um, Garth is saying in the chat that Patty Jenkins wanted it even longer, but was talked into editing it down. Jesus. Um, okay, yeah, this
0: isn't Avengers Endgame. Like, don't pretend that that's like a a that's thing true. that you're making.
2: Oh man, are you going to watch a two and a half hour Wonder Woman movie?
1: I mean, yes. Um, yeah. To, here's my personal philosophy about movies runtime. I think I can justify a movie being three and a half hours long, or I can justify a movie being like less than an hour and a half. To me, it's about what you do with the time that you use. Ultimately, like if your movie never misses a step and it's three and a half hours long, then perfect. You have justified the runtime. But if I go into Wonder Woman 84 and I feel like, wow, wow, this could have been cut, this could have been cut, this is not necessary to anything, then that's where I have an issue. I think ultimately you have to use the time wisely. So this movie, could there could be like justifiable reasons for this movie being as long as it is, but there could also just be, oh, here's some pointless scenes that don't really matter.
2: Koho, what about you?
1: This fucker is two
2: and a
3: half hours long, and I think we've seen about 20 minutes of footage from all trailers combined. Like, I think every single trailer has had the same footage, except this last one included the cheetah fight. So, like, I think that makes me a little excited that, like, we only really know 20 minutes of this movie. And I, if that, this movie's less than a month away, and I really don't even know what we're doing, I don't know what it's about, and I kind of like that. Um, I really liked the first Wonder Woman, um, and I and I'm I'm excited to see what they do again. Um, I think that um, Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord is going to be a lot better in this movie and a bigger part of this movie than we are led to believe. Um, and I think that's going to be dope. Um, I hope it's great. I want to love it. I'm excited for it. I love Chris Pine and Gal Gadot's chemistry. And like I, when I heard he was coming back, I was like, sure, it's a comic world. Who fucking cares? He'll come like that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean shit in most comic book movies. Uh, so I'm cool with it. If they explain it well, uh, knowing the backstory of most of these characters, I'm sure I can guess how they're gonna explain it. Um, and I hope it I hope it's dope. I want it to be awesome and I'm excited for it.
2: I I, uh, I do have inside information on uh, how Chris Pine comes back in this movie. Uh, and by insider, I mean, uh, Warner Brothers back in June when the movie was supposed to come out, released a junior novelization that literally reveals it. And it's kind of fucking stupid. Um, that being said, let's move on to the final thing. What's coming out this week in theaters? It's it. uh Finally, uh, we all got to see the movie last night. Uh, We all have different thoughts and opinions on it. Um, Let's make them quick and snappy. No spoilers. I liked the movie. Didn't love the movie. Thought it was really fun. Um, I think it's the most popcorn-y, popcorn Nolan movie, uh, even more so than The Dark Knight Rises, I'd say. A lot of people are saying this movie takes itself like super fucking seriously. I really don't think it does. I think it kind of knows that it's dumb, but also is really smart so i liked it i want to see it again uh maggie you didn't like it as much as did. what'd you think
0: i really enjoyed it until up to a point and then some stuff happened and i got mad because i don't like time travel very much i am not a fan um so i didn't like that but um i will say that john david washington is a fucking beast and i am so excited for whatever he's gonna do next because he can yeah, he was really good. So um that's what I
1: Look forward to seeing the movie. Bowman, you love Nolan. Um, I love a lot of Nolan movies. I am not I would not consider myself the diehard Nolan fanboy, but I like at least like all of his films. Um but ultimately I I think Tenet was good but flawed. Like to me, that's at the end of the day. It had a lot of interesting ideas, concepts, performances. I think Nolan has a problem with good dialogue. I think a lot of the dialogue gets a little expositional, a little just exchanging philosophies. And that's kind of the pitfalls that the movie falls into. Kind of falls into the same pitfalls that Interstellar fell into for me. But I think it had more stuff that I found interesting than Interstellar. So I liked it more than Interstellar. All
2: right. And Koho, what about you?
3: Uh, I was confused. I got bored. Um, Tim explained the time travel physics to me in a good way, and now I like it a little bit more. Now that I kind of understand how it works, I want to see it again. Um, but yeah, like Cody says, John David Washington is just like his daddy. He's a fucking killer. He was great in this movie. Uh, and I liked Robert Pattinson, or uh, as Mr. Sunday Movies has started calling him, Rob Bat, Batten Bat. Uh, was really good. Uh, I also, uh, I didn't love every performance. I won't say too much more about that. I think it has flaws, but yeah, I liked it more than the last several Nolan movies that I've seen. Um, I'm not a post inception Nolan fan, I think, is just what I've come to realize. Uh, And uh, this was the
2: best one I've seen since. Fair enough. All right. So. Cool. Guys, go see Tenet this weekend. Make your mind up yourselves, of course, if you don't want to cut out again, if you don't want to expose yourself to the outside horrors of the world, that's your prerogative. But I think you should go see the movie. I think it's entertaining enough. If you're okay with going to the theater, check it out. Um, All this being said, guys, that's the show. Thank you so much. A lot of good stuff coming up here on multiplex entertainment this week, tomorrow night on your list sucks. I believe Kirk is hosting uh the show. Is that correct, Caleb? Kirk is hosting tomorrow? He
0: is, uh
3: tomorrow. Uh best seventies movies. Kirk is hosting. Uh and the panel uh consists of former movie war zone singles champion and phantom teams champion Yama, father of Theo Zach Ford, two time movie war zone uh, teams champion Michael Campbell, and the star of the OA and Mr. Young himself, Brendan Meyer. Uh, we'll be on the panel tomorrow.
2: So nice. Okay. Uh, Thursday and Friday, there's some Warzone matches dropping. Anything you can share, Mr. Boatman?
1: Yes. Uh, we are doing two matches this week. Thursday, we have Mike Hanley versus Ryan Permison. Loser of that will be in a retirement match. Friday, we have uh, Cameron Redshaw versus Brian Keeney should be interesting also uh tomorrow if you are interested in being on the yls for movies about movies please send in your list tomorrow at the latest
2: okay uh and then for fandom we have some matches coming out this week we've got a debut match joe farrelly versus ross bristow that's going to be a triple on- header triple header uh- weekend Oh, it is. A, you're right. It is a triple header weekend. I was looking at that. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's on Saturday as well as Jacoby Bancroft versus Tyler Butler. That's a big match. Uh, winner of that uh, goes on to play me in a match. Oh, uh, so that's happening. And then on Sunday, we have another team's match, Brotherhood of the Wolf uh versus license to chill those are both debut teams come and find out who they are it's that a great match game. rips that yeah. match rips you guys gotta watch that one uh so that's on Sunday and then of course another episode of two weeks trivia Night will be on Sunday night and then uh, miscellaneous is off this week, but it'll be back the following week. And who cares what happens over there? Because we were beaten by chumps and uh, no, you should still go watch it, but uh, chump, chump, chumpity. Chumps.
3: I, I'll say this uh, about miscellaneous. Um, I uh, I'm, 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 I'm a little mad uh, and I'm coming back uh, and uh, I, I shed the dead weight. I shed sure. the dead weight uh, and I got a new partner. Uh, and he's sitting right below me. So Nick of time, fucking watch your ass. You're holding that belt. Maybe one more week and we're coming for it.
2: Wow. Uh, so Caleb, Caleb claiming that, uh, that, you know, Cody is dead weight. Uh, when boatman just got rid of actual dead weight. Interesting. Okay. Uh, there we go, guys. This was the episode. Hey, he's thinking about it. It'll take him a second. That's fine. Did you
1: find the body in the river?
2: I was referring to (laughs) Thomas Scully, Boatman. Thomas Scully, your former miscellaneous partner. Oh, oh. Guys, thanks for watching the show. We'll see you next week. Same time, same bat channel. Bring in the dancing burritos.
1: You're still here? It's over. She's out of our hair. And just when I dare to care, she says, au contraire, you're my pair of friends,
0: I love you. (laughs) Keep it together, man.